Welcome to the eighth episode of BAI Communication Smart Communities podcast, where we speak with business leaders and industry experts to ask them what the future holds for connectivity. In the first part of this two-part episode, we are excited to be joined by Dr. Stuart Smith, Research and Engagement Manager at Bondi Labs. Interviewing him is Sean Newton, Head of Design and Pre-Sales, BAI Communications Australia. Stuart and Sean share how together BAI and Bondi Labs are participating in an innovative 5G technology trial for the Australian meat processing industry. They also discuss how the trial is an opportunity to showcase Industry 4.0 digital technologies through advanced connectivity, automation and machine learning. Welcome to the Smart Communities Podcast. My name is Sean Newton and I'm the Head of Product Design at BAI Communications Australia. Today we're discussing our partnership with Bondi Labs and our joint participation in a 5G trial in a meat processing facility. As part of this trial, BAI will be providing a private 5G network inside the meat processing facility and Bondi Labs will be testing a number of innovative use cases and technologies over the 5G network. Bondi Labs are a world leader, innovative research and development focusing on using AI and technology to solve government and business problems such as quality assurance, health and safety, and working in various industries such as meat and livestock, agriculture, raw materials and recycling, and healthcare. Joining with me today is Dr. Stu Smith, the Research and Engagement Manager at Bondi Labs, and he's a lot of experience working in related fields and also at NASA. So Stu, just to start, can you please tell me about your role at Bondi Labs and your involvement in the 5G innovation trial? Sure. Thanks, Sean. Thanks for uh, for joining me today. Really happy to be here and to talk to the good folk at BAI about some exciting work that we're doing together. So as Sean said, my name is Stu Smith, the Research and Engagement Manager at Bondi Labs. Bondi Labs is a research and development firm. Uh, you might think of research as the kind of thing that happens in universities or in market research firms. Well, we're actually a sort of a fast-track research firm. So my involvement in this particular project is at all stages of the project, everything from original conceptualization and understanding the problems of the meat processing industry, pulling together the funding application to try and get some work done, to then bringing together the stakeholders that can work together on the project, identifying our internal team that can help us uh, develop any of the solutions that are required, and then overseeing the progress of the project as it rolls out. And then finally, I'm involved in the analysis of data, report writing, subsequent follow-up, media interviews and, and the like. So the, the trial that we've got with the 5G Innovation Initiative with the federal government, can you tell me a bit more about that? Sure, Ken. So Bondi Labs has been involved in working with the Australian red meat processing industry for a couple of years now, in particular through the peak research body for the sector, the Australian Meat Processors Corporation. They have posed to us a number of sort of questions that need to be answered that meet the needs of their industry. And we've previously been working with AMPC and meat processors looking at how we might use video streaming technology to help deliver remote inspections. We saw that there is some challenges within red meat processing assessing in the way in which they uh, roll out their Wi-Fi and other uh, connectivity infrastructure. Our own solution struggled a little bit occasionally in, uh, in having black spots within a meat processing facility. So we really wanted to work with a communications partner that could help us overcome the challenges of uh, connectivity within a meat processing plant. So this project is one where we're exploring a couple of issues that are important for meat processing. One is the ability to deliver a remote expertise service using video streaming technology. 
The other project is one which is about looking at the quality of the labels that are applied to the outside of a carton of meat as it's shipped off for export. Sometimes there can be some issues where those external labels have misprints or maybe the labels are torn or maybe even some of the information content in the label is incorrect. So maybe the label says that this is a box full of uh, ribeyes when in fact it's a box full of cube rolls, two different uh, cuts of meat. So we're developing a solution that can identify the cuts of meat inside the box so that we can provide much more verification of the, the contents of the labels that are printed on the outside of the box. So I'm interested to learn a bit more about Bondi Labs and how you got into the meat processing industry to begin with. Yeah, well, it was it was kind of really by chance. We'd been working many years ago on in an area known as biosecurity. How do you train enough biosecurity inspectors across Australia? Australia imports a lot of goods and services, and sometimes the goods that are imported might have biosecurity hazards contained within bugs or, or other pests and diseases. So Bondi Labs traditionally had worked in that biosecurity space, building training solutions for biosecurity inspectors. And in working with the Australian Department of Agriculture, we realised a couple of years ago that Australia also exports a lot of our agricultural produce, particularly our red meat. Red meat exports are perhaps the largest export sector of in agriculture in this country. And they're also one of Australia's most significant manufacturing industries. And we realised that there is an opportunity for us to work a lot more closely with red meat, uh, and that's where the relationship with them began. I love how Bondi Lab focuses on quality and how to improve that quality. Um, as you know, like quality is very much a manual process at the moment um, and being able to automate that and to accelerate that um, with wireless technologies as well uh, is, is a great focus. Um, and so you mentioned before that you, you chose BAI Communications as your partner for this trial. Can you tell me a bit more, uh, what about BAI Communications um, you thought of when you chose us as a partner? When we started this project, there was a, a federal government grant was made available, the 5G Innovation Initiative, and that seemed to help us solve or at least address the issues of connectivity within a meat processing plant. Meat processing plants are incredibly sort of complex environments. There's lots of heavy machinery and they're not very friendly for, uh, for radio frequencies. So we needed to be able to find a partner that had experience in delivering telecommunication network infrastructure in challenging environments. And a scan of the market very quickly led us down to the point of identifying BAI as a, an international leader in provision of telecommunication infrastructure in those sorts of challenging environments. I mean, the work that you've done in subway systems around the world just really highlighted to us that if you can solve the problems of getting a mobile signal into deep underground with lots of heavy metal moving around, then you're likely to be able to solve some of the challenges of getting good Wi-Fi infrastructure or good telecommunication infrastructure inside a, a meat processing facility. So it was pretty clear that you guys were the, uh, the team that we needed to go to. Yeah, that's right. BAI Communications has a lot of experience, uh, both in Australia uh, and overseas, you know, focusing on you know, wide area coverage solutions for regional areas. Uh, we focus in you know, dense underground environments uh, and also private network solutions uh, with you know, unique challenging uh, requirements as well. So, um, and you know, when we first started uh, discussing this project, um, you had the, the federal funding as well. Um, we were also developing our own private 5G solution at the time. So um, it was great timing that, that we got together um, for this uh, trial. So can you tell me more about the trial now? So there's, there's two use cases that you're looking at for this trial. 
Can you tell me a bit about those? One of them is the ability to do remote inspections. If you've got a piece of machinery in your, your facility and it's from an overseas vendor, uh, if that piece of machinery breaks down, then uh, it might be the case that you have to wait until an engineer flies over from France or Germany or wherever to, to help you through fixing that piece of machinery if there's not enough personnel um, with that sort of experience here in Australia. So we see the opportunity for using uh, live streaming video remote expert assistance technology as a, a really kind of innovative way of addressing manufacturing 4.0. So Part of the project is really exploring a number of use cases around remote inspection. We found in the past there are challenges in leveraging the existing Wi-Fi infrastructure of meat processors to deliver a quality signal for our, our video inspection solution to work. So we're really keen to explore how the 5G network compares against existing Wi-Fi infrastructure. We're going to do a compare and contrast between those two in terms of the quality of the video that's received and in the parameters of a video transmission. The second project, as I mentioned, is around sort of the box label verification issue. Pieces of meat packaged up there, they're vacuum, vacuum packed and frozen and packed into boxes. Those boxes are then put on a pallet and they're loaded into a container and the containers are sent overseas. We had a previous project with AMPC where we looked at the question of what would it take to develop an automated system to first of all, identify which cut of meat is inside a box and then more of an optical character recognition problem of identifying what's the information contained on the, out, on the label that's on the outside of the box. Our, our expertise is really in sort of video, video transmission and data analysis. So we're focused a lot on that question of can an artificial intelligence machine with a camera that's placed above each box of meat stream that data live to a, an artificial intelligence engine that's somewhere else on the plant and to have that data processed uh, and at least we've got some information about this box contains this particular cut of meat. We can then leverage off some of the other technologies that are out there for uh, label identification and that information could extract from the label that this is a box that was packed on a certain date. It contains six cuts of a particular cut of meat. We can marry those two bits of information together and then each and every carton of meat can have a quality assurance associated with it uh, saying that um, the label is correct, represents what's inside the box very well. Now, for all of this to happen, we need some pretty sophisticated artificial intelligence algorithms to be running in real time. And we chose a 5G-based uh, project to do this such that we can transmit data from the camera at the edge or at the, at the site of the conveyor belt to a, a server that's running elsewhere in the facility and for computations to be done on that and, and sent back to an operator to determine whether or not the box should be re-evaluated. And 5G is, is perfect as a communication sort of network approach for that sort of a problem. Great. Thanks, Stu. That was a, a great description of the two use cases there. Um, and so learning more about the specific environment, um, you know, it's it's very uh, dense. You know, a lot of metallic objects that are around. It's really difficult for, for wireless signals to penetrate. BAI, we've got a lot of experience with Wi-Fi um, and with other cellular te technologies. So um, trying to you know, use a new technology um, and tailor it specifically for this environment and for this specific use case. I mean, you've got so many you know, wireless 
video cameras now all trying to upload at the same time. Mm. Um, trying to do that with Wi-Fi and other technologies. You know, there's interference considerations, there's congestion. So it's it's really interesting how you apply new technology like 5G to solve these problems. Uh, and and the use case you mentioned about AI running at the edge and also trying to you know split you know the video upload from what's doing the processing. You know, that's that's one of the example use cases of 5G, right? All about that edge processing use case. Correct, so yeah. now that's that's really exciting that we get to work on that together. From from what you've seen so far about uh, what we're planning to do for these trials, um, what, once we once we deploy the trial and we, and we measure how successful it is, what do you what do you see as the next steps? How how do you see this applying to this industry and adjacent industries? Yeah, look, think think about red meat processors are sort of one node in the entire red meat supply chain. So you've got everything from producers, farmers that are raising cattle on their properties, and there's lots of information that the consumer at the other end of the supply chain wants to know about how well those those animals were raised. So what was the quality of life of the animal? What kind of pasture did it eat? How much access to, to fresh water did it have? What was its overall environmental condition. So that's all uh, questions that can be answered through data and data capture. Now, many of these farms are in very remote regional areas where there may not be great Wi-Fi or other connectivity. So again, in working with BAI, who have expertise not just in 5G, but also in thinking about telecommunication infrastructure across large land masses, it seems to make sense that we could also make a play in exploring how we capture data at the producer's end, what's happening with the animals in the field, and then all the way through that supply chain, how are animals transported from the farm to a feedlot or to a, a sale yard, and then onto the meat processor, and then beyond. Even the case that as those cartons of meat are packaged into containers and sent to the other part of the world, those containers are refrigerated. You need to make sure that there's a constant temperature in that refrigerated container to the, the point of destination. Uh, so at each point in this supply chain, we need data and data that is making use of communication infrastructure, be it 5G or wireless or, or whatever. And again, that's where a partner like PAI Communications is ideally suited to helping us answer the sorts of questions that come up for the red meat supply chain. Yeah, as you mentioned, you know, ensuring quality isn't just, you know, one step in the chain. It's, you know, something that happens throughout the entire uh, value yeah. chain, right? So yeah. um, all the way from the farms through to you know, feed yachts and exports. Yeah. So and that's something that BAI also, you know, has a big focus on is, you know, regional areas. You know, we've got a large presence in re regional Australia today. So what um, skill sets do you see we need in, in regional areas now? So we're, we're starting to provide the tools um, and the technologies to enable this. What, what else do you see? How can governments support this? Meat processors are typically in, in regional areas. They're often the largest employer in a regional town. And I think it'd be really interesting if we could use meat processors as an exemplar of industry 4.0 technology and capability that's um, sort of driven by private 5G networks. So think about the kinds of skills that are required to service those advanced manufacturing facilities. We need people in regional areas that know about uh, telecommunication, they know about AI, they know about big data, they know about sensors, they know about all of these sort of concomitant factors that are involved in industry 4.0, manufacturing of the future, etc. So for me, living in regional Australia, I think there is a great opportunity for 
regional towns to take uh, a lead in thinking through how we build the skill sets, what skill sets are needed, and then potentially even how do we attract other businesses into those regional areas. Imagine advanced manufacturing capability in regional towns because those regional towns are being supported by 5G and private 5G networks. Look, I'm, I'm really excited with you know, being able to uh, bring manufacturing back to the regions, you know, and upskilling all of the talent there and, and just building up the knowledge, you know, Australia can be a thought leader in this space globally. Absolutely. Yeah, no, I agree. I think it is exciting. Great. So, and, and what uh, impact do you think this will have on uh, consumers and buyers in this space? Yeah, look, increasingly consumers are wanting to know more about the products that they purchase and they consume. When you're making a, a purchasing decision about a piece of meat in a supermarket or a, a piece of fresh fruit, you, you are making your purchasing decisions based on some of those ethical sort of guidelines. Uh, and the way that you can be informed is through the data that is acquired all the way through that supply chain. So I think it, we are seeing an increasingly sophisticated consumer that wants more information about the products that they are they're purchasing. Uh, and to inform them, we need to capture data and to represent data in as best a way as possible. And so it's through these sorts of initiatives, it's a way that we can provide the consumer that data. Now we're going to have the, the processing industry itself, you know, um, uh, digitized and automated, as, as you mentioned, um, the advanced manufacturing. Um, we're going to have the communities in regional areas also upskilling, um, the growth in talent and tech. Uh, and now we're also going to have the, the general public also, you know, um, with a high level of expectation and wanting to know more about, you know, the entire s- uh, supply chain of the products that they're buying to ensure quality throughout the process. So like the whole, whole level of expectation um, and understanding and awareness of the entire um, process is going to be across the entire a supply chain. Yeah, and underpinning it all is the ability to, to get data from the smallest sensor to a high definition video camera to masses of sensors. Uh, and that all has to be underpinned by reliable, uh, repeatable, uh, regular uh, network connectivity. Great, thanks. Yeah, you're right. And so wireless will be key to the, the whole end-to-end chain. And it might not be just one technology. There might be multiple ways of getting that, that data back, you know, wirelessly wired. You might have low power sensors. You might have high bandwidth requirements, right? And it's about you know, understanding, researching each type of technology and finding the best specific technology for each specific use case in the chain. So this project has been important in that it's an education for the management and the workers within within the meat processing industry as much as anything else is you know over and above the demonstration of the, the couple of use cases that we've got i think what we can now do is to start the the dialogue in thinking through what else could you do with these sorts of networks so like we talked about these two specific use cases for the meat industry so what do you see as the the next steps after this 2023 or five years time what, what's the future what's your vision we need to find ways that we can make meat processing more efficient. And I think what we really are now starting to do in this, this project is to almost build a, a living laboratory for the entire meat processing industry to get them to start to understand how all of the parts of their operation might, might be improved, even if it's fractionally. When you've got large volume, small differences make, make, make quite a difference. So, for example, the temperature at which you keep meat products cool directly impacts shelf life. And obviously it takes a lot of energy and therefore money to keep meat cool. So you almost want to know what's that sweet spot of uh, extending shelf life for as long as possible, but not sort of 
overdriving your, your budget in, in air conditioning costs. To do that, we need to have sensors spread throughout the facility so that we can monitor all of the local temperature variations and conditions. We'd then be able to build a much more sort of fine-grained feedback loop into those air conditioning systems, and that might help bring down the cost of air conditioning whilst maintaining uh, shelf life. So, you know, there could be all sorts of ways in which if the communication infrastructure is in place, then the meat processors can think through how this could be used. I think there's going to be multiple ways in which we can explore 5G-enabled infrastructure within meat processing facilities per se. Uh, and then, of course, there's a longer conversation that we can have about the opportunities for regional communities. Yeah, look, I see Australia as you know, a major exporter to the world um, for, for the meat and livestock industry. So um, the how we can scale up to support you know growth in that sector is really important uh, and at the moment there's so many challenges facing the industry um, every bit of technology will help us stay more competitive uh, and also ensure that we retain like you know the highest reputation uh, out of all the countries and you know, exporting across the world for sure yeah. yeah quality again is key we need to have as many processes in place and technologies in place that we can ensure that at every stage of, of uh, meat production that it's being done to the highest possible quality Great, thanks. Look, thank you so much for your time today, Stu. That was, that was a great to run through of the, the meat and livestock industry um, and meat processing and the specific trials for the 5G innovation initiative. Right. No, it's been a pleasure and, uh, and really big shout out to all the folk at BAI. It's been a pleasure to work with and, and we're really excited about what we've observed uh, in this process of developing up a private 5G network. Uh, it's been really good. Great, thanks. And Bondo Labs as well, the work that you guys are doing in AI uh, and image you know, video as well. So it's, it's really exciting. Cheers. All right. Thanks for your time, Stu. See you, mate.